0: in the dark. Hey, what's up? It's Mai Yang from Mix in the Dark. I hope everyone is doing all right as we start to see warmer weather. I live in Minnesota, so who knows when it's going to randomly snow again. But can you believe that it's almost summertime, which means that we are nearing our one-year anniversary with Mix in the Dark, and I gotta find a creative way to celebrate with listeners. With that said, I want to keep encouraging people to send in their true scary stories. Some people worry about grammar and spelling, but that's what I'm here for. Trust me, as a third-grade teacher, I can probably decode all types of words by now. Also, if you are like many people I know and are on the lazier side because you're just too busy or you simply don't like writing, you can also record a voice recording and send that to me as well. Please help keep this podcast going by sending your true scary stories to mixinthedark at gmail.com. Our new story is called The House in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. We moved into our new home in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, spring of 2002. I was about 19 years old at the time. Living in that house were my parents, three brothers and four sisters. One of my brothers had a wife and kids also living with us. The house had four bedrooms total, two upstairs and two downstairs. My parents and the brother with a wife and kids took the two rooms upstairs. The rest of us divided downstairs with the two rooms. I want to say that the house was a big upgrade for us since we came from the ghetto of North Minneapolis. During the time, my father had diabetes, so my older brothers would come over and tell him to exercise around the house. My father would jog around the basement to the top of the stairs, and into the living room back and forth. He only did that during the day. I remember when we heard the shuffle of his jogging footsteps going up and down the stairs, all of our siblings would laugh and say to each other, there goes dad jogging again. My brothers and I stayed up playing the Nintendo 64 until 3 or 4 in the morning, the first month of living at that house. Some nights, we would hear footsteps upstairs walking around the living room, then to the top of the stairs, going down, and then going up again. We would then quickly turn off the television and lights. And then we would act like we were sleeping because Dad was up early jogging and we did not want to get in trouble. That morning, we would wake up to my parents burning chili peppers upstairs. It would stink up the whole house, and we would wake up sneezing and unable to breathe. We were too young and too Americanized to understand what and why my parents were doing this. This routine would happen over and over again. We would play games until 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning. We would hear my dad up early for his jog around the house. We were turn off our game system to pretend to sleep, and then wake up to the smell of chili peppers burning again. This happened for about three months. One night, my younger brother and I decided to sleep in the living room basement. I don't quite remember the reason, but I do remember that night that we decided to stay up joking about our friends and cousins rather than playing video games. It was late around 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning we heard those same footsteps again and we began to joke saying oh shit dad's up jogging again it's time to sleep the next morning my younger sister woke up crying and told my parents that she kept seeing a lady with no clothes on in her room making faces at her my parents said that it was just a dream and they did a spiritual incense burning along with some traditional magic. My parents tied the doorknobs with red strings and packets of smelly things. I'm not sure what they are. Then they had us boys switch rooms with the girls. Two days later in the morning, after my brothers and I woke up, my younger brother said that he had a dream that there was this old white lady with no clothes on. She came on to him and was humping him all night. He was stuck and couldn't move until she left. At the time, it was just so funny to us. We teased him that it was puberty and that he was just growing. Thinking back now, it could have been a ghost or demon. In the West, there are demons known as incubus and succubus. Both are sexual ghosts or demons that typically come upon sleeping victims, usually at night. The incubus is a male entity that attacks women, and the succubus is a female entity that attacks men. Days went by and we kept hearing the footsteps at night and kept thinking it was my dad jogging again. But then we started to wonder why he would jog so late at night. My older brother and I slept in the basement living room one day. We were talking about girls when we heard the footsteps again, We both said to ourselves this time that we were going to wait for dad to come down to see if it was him or not. The steps sounded from one side of the upstairs and then towards the stairs. Halfway down to the stairs to us, it suddenly stopped. We waited to see if our dad would show up, but he never did. We just shrugged it off and fell asleep. Just minutes later, or maybe an hour later, I heard footsteps walking upstairs and then coming down the stairs, and then it ran to me while my eyes were half-closed. I was half-asleep, half-awake. I could hear ringing and buzzing in my ears. I called my brother's name and tried to kick him to wake him up. All of a sudden, we both woke up at the same time with the same facial expression and said, Did you hear it running toward you too? We both got up, turned on the lights, and slept with it on the rest of the night. That morning, we woke up again to chili peppers being burned. But this time, my aunt was over throwing corn around the house. Once again, not knowing or caring for its meaning, we carried on like normal. Life moved on after that. I was now going to college My older brother was working and sisters were also working and now had boyfriends. One day I was at college and my phone rang during class. I checked it and it was my older brother calling me. I stepped outside to talk. He told me to come home because dad had a stroke. I rushed home and we all went to the hospital. My dad was paralyzed on his left side and couldn't talk anymore. After a few weeks, he finally came home, but he didn't want to stay in the house. He kept getting mad and making groans and pushing things, so my older brother came and took him to stay at his house. That was when my siblings and I, who were still living in the house, began to share our stories about that house with each other. Everyone's experience was so similar we finally asked our mom why dad was always jogging at night We were shocked when she answered us that he never jogged at night We asked her why they always burned chili peppers on many mornings and she said not to worry about it and that it was just for cooking My father did not want to come home and so a few months later my brother sold the house And we all ended up moving in with my oldest brother. Two years later, my father died because he had a second stroke. After that, we finally asked our mom about that house again. I guess she saw that we were all older now, so she finally told us. She said that there was something in that house. That's why they would burn pepper and chili. They even had our auntie come over to toss red corn in the house. These were all cultural ways to scare away or get rid of a lingering spirit. Our sister complaining of seeing a naked lady, my brother getting bothered by a naked lady, and myself seeing that figure run toward me were experiences relating to whatever was in that house. My mom explained that one day my dad woke up and was watching TV. He turned to look in the hallway and just all of a sudden froze. My mom was talking to him, but he wouldn't and couldn't answer. My mom saw that his face was squeezing and pushing, so she went up close and noticed that he wasn't responding, but he just kept staring in the hallway. That was when she screamed for my sister downstairs to come and call 911. My father was always the one doing all the spiritual stuff and burning the peppers and telling that thing to go away. I think that maybe one day it finally appeared and he had the stroke from stress and fear. I am 40 years old now. I believe that when a person dies and is still around, that spirit or image of that person is naked. Because there is no way clothes can become or be part of a spirit or a ghost. This is a story of my experience that I will always have in me and my family. The house is located by Bill's Superette gas station in Brooklyn Park. Maybe it was just childish thoughts growing up. Maybe it's all just nonsense and a blood clot was what caused my father's stroke. Maybe there was a gas leak that caused us to hear and dream about things. I will never know. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I'm your host Mai Ying. Mix in the Dark podcast is available on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube, and Facebook. If you have any stories that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com.